Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. We've got two series. Neither one goes 3-0. and Got a good game. Got a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. It's the championship series. Two and two, two and one. Our first walk-off of this postseason? Question mark, but I think so. It's brought to you by Seeky, Code John Boy postseason to get you 10% off a ticket of your choice. Uh, as many times as you want to use it during the postseason. So that's what we're giving you uh, with our friends over at SeatGeek. Code John Boy postseason. At SeatGeek, use the app or the website. Find yourself an event you want to go to. Punch in the code. Get 10% off. Trev, how are you doing? James, Jake, BBD, I'm doing great. Fired up to talk some ball. I got my Rays jersey on. Yes, it's my old jersey. I don't know why I put it on. I don't ever know why I put anything on. Just go into my closet, pick a few things out. Here I am. Uh, I'm more interested to hear about Jake's shirt. How are you doing, Jacob? I guess I feel alive, Trevor, uh, James, Davis. We can't see your shirt. Can't see your shirt. Um, there it is. I'm good, man. Some some quality baseball last night. There was even, you know, after the good drama that we got in the first game, you know, Texas punches back, and you're like, wait, are we are we getting the special night of baseball we've kind of been waiting for? Uh, unfortunately, Houston had different plans, but. Uh, yeah, we, uh, you know, a couple days ago, we were wondering if we were going to have any series at all. We thought there might be a week without baseball <laughs> in October, which didn't feel right. And now we don't have that. So I'm jazzy, Jim. Yeah, the first game was was the mm. best game we've gotten this postseason, I think. Like, all around, every side of the ball. A lot of fun stuff. Even managing decisions, I think, it was really fun. Mm. So we excited to chat about it. Isn't that like, you know, we were talking about this game yesterday and, you know, you got fought on the mound and we're not going to get too far into it, but Seems like Jake, a, as a, a guy that, you know, every once in a while and, and Jimmy, you too, got it sprinkles every once in a while on, on the sports betting. Everyone assumes that this was just going to be a masher session of a baseball game. And, you know, as a guy that sprinkles, we should have known it was going to be a tight ball game. Mm. As soon as as soon as the collective mass decides it's going to be a, a you know a ten to nine game, that's when you hammer the under. That was brought to you by DraftKings. <laughs> I guess I don't know what that was. <laughs> Isn't that true? Don't don't make don't put me on an island. I mean, I believe in my guy Ranger. I am very happy. Fought proved us wrong, and he had a little bit of what. Uh, his rotation mates didn't have, which was some fucking balls to just throw pitches right down their throat. Yeah, the invisible. He had the invisibles going yesterday. Yeah. Every, it didn't matter what it was throwing. It was, I'm going to put this in the zone. Yeah. All right, Jake, let's burn it. Mm. Phillies would hope to soon become Texas Rangers of sorts as Suarez and the boys continue their World Series gallop while the Snakes would hope to turn up the heat in the desert with the rookie. Brandon would try to get so far in, so far in here. Ah, oh, good gracious pitch and bodacious. 
Ranger Suarez, he lowers his playoff ERA to 0.94. If you think it's going over, bet the under, kids, with 5.1 shut. But the kid was better. 5.2, zero earned runs. Who would break first? Oh, no. Ryan Thompson, wild pitch. Harper scores, breaks up the tie in the seventh. But, ooh, Lord, is double so hard. Snakes match with one in the bottom. Alvarado does everything but take the rabbit out of the hat. Bottom of the ninth. Get the vodka flowing in Old Town because Kettle won. Marte walk-off single. Fought to Thompson, to Salfrank, to Ginkle, to Seawald. Game on as Snakes win game three, 2-1 final. Who won the game three final? Snakes. They're alive. Alive and well. You want to start with Fought? <laughs> sure. He was filthy. He was. Fil- I think you said he was loading the zone up, but he was like just enough to get them into swing mode, and then he's expanding with the fastball. You know, like that, that pitch has some giddy up on it, and you really saw – what I haven't seen from the Phillies yet this postseason, they were in between pitches. They were late on the fastball. They were out in front of the sweeper. Like they were kind of guessing. And I and I don't know if he's got the invisible. It sure looked like he did yesterday. It didn't look like he did during the season uh, necessarily, but he's found some last two starts in the postseason. He's done his thing. So you got to give a little bit of credit to him. I think, you know, going into a different atmosphere day off different place you're not playing in front of your home crowd it's not all you're not all jacked up you know that there's a different energy in that in that type of situation that type of ballpark i think that played something into it but really yeah it's it's fought was just getting them to chase and then really just disrupting timing all you know all game long yeah i mean in that first inning the first at bat against schwarber he he goes i believe sinker in the zone Four-seam fastball in the zone, sweeper in the zone. Then Tay yeah. Turner, then Trey Turner, sweeper in the zone, sweeper in the zone. So he's five for five. He's thrown three different pitches. He's put them all in the zone. Where Gallon, um, Kelly, they were throwing those sweepers way under the zone, which was easy because the Phillies are laying off breaking pitches. So the Phillies are laying off the breaking pitches in the first first inning. That's what they've been doing. And he's like, fine, I'll put it in the zone. Watch it go by. Swarber strikes out swinging. Turner puts one in play. I believe the next two pitches were strikes. He threw one ball in the first inning. Yeah. that was. I mean, the first inning was huge for him. We talked about getting the zero, gets a double play. That's but it, yeah, but even that, a tone setter. And even that attacking the zone, oh, shit, guys. You can't just lay off the breaking pitch and the changeup like we could the last two games and wait for the fastball. You got to be ready to swing at all of them, and then you're inducing bad swings. You're inducing the chase, which you're right. Later on, he goes to expand. But that first inning, I think, set up the rest of his outing, as well as him being pinpoint. Yeah, no, that, it was it was just big for him to put up a zero. Yeah. But I agree, you know, I think he established a strike zone to get him into swing mode, and then, and then he just said, okay, now we can kind of expand. It was great. Great game plan. Yeah, I think the the Phillies obviously thought they were going to continue to be the Phillies. Why wouldn't you? Um, So the Harper double play is huge because, I mean, you can talk about filling up the zone as as all you want, but if Harper hits a ball out of the park that's in the zone, it's 2-0 Phillies and we say the series is over. 
He gets the two ball. And then in that next inning, 3-2 count on a stop. He gets him to expand, and that's where you see it start to kick in, that the Phillies were like, oh, you know, the storyline of this game was like, you know, were they going to go opener? They didn't go opener. He sticks with the kid. And then, like, coming into the game, you mentioned sprinkling. I've got my buddies that are big sports gamblers that are like, Fott's only going, like, 45 pitches max. Guess what? Sports happen. Uh, and Fott, I mean, that, that uh, what was it, the, the front, front hip sweeper? Uh, he, he was putting that inside and outside. Uh, the kid locked in, and you saw why he was a big-time prospect. And I want to circle back to the Dodgers series. You know, the kid got his first confidence there, 4.1 shut there, and then he brought that into this game, and that's one of those... We almost haven't gotten true postseason storylines because the series have been so tight that Fott is one of those. Like, he, you know, we, I remember the Phillies' first series. We were like, oh, you know, Suarez kind of an opener... And we're going to get to him in a minute. He lowers his playoff ERA 0.94 in like 28 innings. Fott gets a good taste uh, against against the Dodgers. And now uh, he brought it in this game. And man, the pitching on both sides early on was awesome. I mean, Suarez, dude, that guy. Ranger Suarez is awesome. No pulse. I, I love him fielding his position. Did the, so I think it I think it was the Walker ground ball in the second in the second inning. He just you know gloves it. He kind of like just knocks it down, looks at it, fucking decides what he's gonna have for dinner tonight. And the whole time Bryson stops like, like hey, throw the ball to first base. One, yeah, can you throw it? And he just he nonchalantly picks it up and hammers it over there. But he's, I think that's the way he's got to play. I, I'd rather have that than some pitcher try to rush it over there. But yeah, he's got. There's something about him, man, right? Like he just, the moment is nothing to him. It's nothing to him. Or maybe he just like plays it up so like he gets his emotions down. Whatever it is, it looks it looks hilarious when you watch him pitch. I think he's just being cocky. I don't know if it's being like bored. I think it's being like fun. He's not really, co- he's not like that. He's like a bubbly, fun personality. Like he's not like a cocky fuck. He's like. Almost the opposite of that. But then he gets on the mound, and you're like, dude, what the fuck is going on? I mean, he fielded two balls in that second inning, I think, or whatever. And the one to end the inning, I mean, he grabs it, and he just throws, like, the softest lollipop. Like, he's trying, like, if BP is over, and you're trying to drop it into the bucket, you know, like, just a boop. Uh, he's he's really fun to watch. The pinch, the pinch running uh, decision worked, and then kind of hurt, because then Alec Thomas comes up and they get the lefty-lefty matchup they wanted. But initially, it, he scores the run. So I thought that element yeah. was fun. You got the dropped ball in center by um, Rojas, which that was like, oh, like you just had a lot of moments yeah. where you're like, this is, oh, like well, you shifted forward in your seat in the later innings, which I don't feel like we've had a lot of games. It's always been the first three innings where you're kind of like getting up, and then you're just sinking and watching it died slowly where this game just kept giving you like, Oh shit. Oh shit. Is this it? Is this it throughout? Yeah. I liked, um, well, Hey, let's, let's taste some snakes. Snakes got the dub here. Let's go with the good. Um, that Lourdes Gurriel double, he runs his hands up to bunt, um, on the first pitch brings, brings the third baseman in a little closer. If Bohm is back on that ball, he feels that cleanly and said, it's a double down the line. Alec Thomas flying around the bases. Awesome. Awesome. 
Um, and then you're mentioning all the little stuff that felt playoffy about this. Like uh, Paven Smith ends up coming in for Longoria. He was a controversial as he should he be on this roster kind of guy. He ends up having two hits in this game, um, including one in the final rally there in the ninth. So uh, a lot of the buttons getting pressed. I mean, Lourdes Gurriel stealing that bag. My goodness. Uh, thank God. Uh, Dirty Craig didn't step off because it would have been uh, we would have been talking about it in well, a very different tone. But that's what. But you what do a to jump, snakes. baby! Set Steel. the tone. Set the. Tone. That's what. That was a joke. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm JT Rumuto, I'm like, come on, man! I think people are like nine for nine against Kimbrel. Like he doesn't even care, but like he kind of got to care when it's one to one in a playoff game, and getting a guy in second base not exactly what you want. Uh, Guriel. He was all over the place. I, I I had some some pregame thoughts. I said, you know, I think, and this is another, you know, silly. You got to understand sports. Uh, I thought that the Snakes would have to outslug the Phillies. I said, dude, the Phillies are going to get there. They're going to score. I think I said six runs. I said the Snakes got to do something. They got to take some chances. You know, they got to get in these counts. And and you know what? They got to try to hit a homer. They got to try to hit an extra base hit. So he got Gurriel got to three and zero. Against Suarez in the second. And I'm like, dude, here's the chance. You got to go up there and just try to pump one. And he takes a freaking fastball middle away for a strike. Then Ranger throws a curveball, 3-1. And then he gets um, a blooper. And he gets on. Then he gets another 3-1 count in the fourth. And he swings through a changeup. Then he gets a 3-2 fastball again. After he got the changeup, I'm like, Guriel, you're going to get a fastball. Try to pump one right here, and he gets jammed and grounds out. Finally gets the uh, the double that scores uh, Thomas. And then we kind of have to talk about that double play. You know, Alvarado comes in. Was it first and third? First, first and, third. and third. So that his whole situation was kind of crazy, and it's it's all happens quickly, but you have to set your mind up as a base runner before the play. Infield's in, middle infield's in. In that situation, I mean, Trey did a great job. Comes and gets that ball, looks Gurriel back. But as soon as he lets go of the ball to second base, Gurriel has to, like, take off for home. Like, as big a fake as you can without getting off the base too far just to get Stott to not try to turn that double play. Usually, as an infielder, you're like, all right, I'm going to take the two outs and we'll just give up this one out or the one run. No big deal. But in that situation, it's a tie game 1-1 in whatever inning it was, the eighth inning, seventh inning. Um, you got to get his attention off of it. So then you can have first and third again with one out this time. Uh, but Gurriel didn't do it. They ended up turning two, and Alvarado escaped. So there was three pitches, three outs. And that was a crazy sequence of events. But, you know, going back to Gurriel, that's, that's something you have to have in your mind. And maybe he's just stoked that he hit a double and didn't care that much at that point. I don't know. It's like a wild just a note I had. Turn too. But you're right. Usually you do see the... Second baseman grab that and kind of like pumped it to the first, and then try to sneak and get the runner at third or something because he's distracting him. I didn't. I didn't see the replay. Was he just standing on the like he didn't do anything? He didn't round it hard or anything. He got. He got looked back. He got yeah, looked back by Trey Turner right any, away. Then he never did anything. Mm-hmm. It was a great double play turn. Yeah, I mean, yeah. holy crap! It's tough, and it was almost perfect because Turner's body's momentum is initially going towards third. So if Guriel did take 
an initial step the other way. He's in no man's land, so he kind of does have to scamper back. And then if you're scampering back, now are you going to gun it home and are you going to be remembered for the triple play? <laughs> like it, <laughs> it was, it was a, it was a tough scenario. But I, I think the bigger storyline around all of that. Rob Thompson, who in the closeout game against the Braves, he goes to Alvarado and Sir Anthony early, and, and we're, everyone's crunching the numbers like, wait, how are they going to get through this game? And it, it ends up being our guy Matty Strom closing it out. He goes to Orion Kirkering, our, our name of the playoffs, rough outing. And that was, uh, for me, I was, I was shocked. I mean, I, it, it kind of felt like they were trying to steal a couple outs when, you know, at that point, if you go up three nothing, like a lot of people, uh, if I'm being honest, including myself, thought the series would be over. If, if that's it, um, you're up one nothing and you kick it to Orion. Kirk. I don't know that that one. If I'm a Phillies fan, I, I'm kind of like I feels like it's against what we've been doing. He's been pretty good though. I mean, so you wanted Sir Anthony to Alvarado to Kimbrel. Or Alvarado there. Like, I, I don't know. Go Or bringing Alvarado right you know, away. You got, you got a lot of other guys that we've talked about a lot, you know? Kirkering looked nasty in game two, right? At the yeah, end he's of been it. pretty good. At the end of it, I mean, was that the 10-0 game? Yes, but I, I just thought, I just think his, but I just remember the highlights look good. He, his pitches were, were not good. He threw all the hits, came on the sweeper. All of the sweepers were just like middle, middle, and they were just kind of like punched him in. It was all singles, right? It's three singles. I thought um, going back to so the seventh was a huge inning. Bottom of the seventh is when the D backs score their first run. We just talked about the double play. In the bottom of the, uh, the top of the seventh, Bohm has a swinging bunt. And uh, I thought Rivera had a play on it. And they were saying, oh, good job. He, he didn't need to throw that ball. Then they showed the replay, and I'm like, no, he had plenty of time. I think he got a little nervous. Like, hey, I don't want to mess up. And so, you know, it's I, I'm fine with having that mindset saying, like, okay, let's take care of the ball. That's that's a good mindset to have. But, you know, there are times also where, like, just go make the play that you've made a, a million times. Uh, so you get first and second, and you have Thompson on the mound. He's a big goon. There's no way that guy fields his position well, right? There's just no way. Maybe he does. That will be, like, the shock of the century. Uh, so Bryson starts up. I'm like, Hey man, we can lay a bunt down. Mm. It's the perfect time to lay a bunt down first and second. You got the goon on the mound. It's a playoff game. It's zero, zero. Like let's embrace chaos. That's, that's your other team's motto. Let's, let's do it here. And instead he grounds into a double play. I mean, there's, I think there was just, they get the run because he throws the wild pitch, but I thought that was, a, that was a, a chance for them to, to score a couple there. And uh, instead, they'll play. Man, they'll plays have loomed large in these playoffs. So has Cattell Marte, who's got uh, a hit in 12 straight playoff games and gets the walk off on a high fastball. The Kimber threw a lot of fastballs that I think on other nights would would just gotten smoked. Like I, I think they used two mound visits too. At one point, mound visits seemed like JT was like, "Hey, man, like let's let's find the edges." He just threw a lot of fastballs right down the middle with no forcing fastballs. Um, he brought the slider or the curve. It's a slider or a curve. They call it a curve. It looks like a slider to me. They brought it out for the batter um, before Marte. Who am I thinking of? He walked. Perdomo. Perdomo. And he got him swinging on the first one. And I was like, oh, cool. Like, like 
you start using that. And then he lost his own, walked him. Throws a nice first pitch fastball to Marte, and Marte in his postgame said, I was just looking, he's throwing a lot of fastballs, I was looking for a fastball. And then I think, I think Ramuto wanted it low and away, and it ends up being high and in. But Kimbrell was throwing hard and in the zone, but not on, it was in the zone. I thought he was going to get, like, rocked some of those pitches. Some of those pitches, I was, <sighs> swung through or taken, but they end up getting it done. Huge at bat by Gurriel. I mean, lucky he kind of gets the call on that last pitch. Uh, yeah, very close. Ump, ump could have rang him up on that. That changes the whole inning. Uh, and then, yeah, that high, the high one. No, the last pitch was at the knees. Um, oh, I did a deep dive onto that pitch. On uh, he that the ump, the high one was. Um, he oh missed gosh. a bunch of calls for both teams. Yeah, I think Seawald and Kimbrough was like, what the? Yeah. The, the high one, the first pitch of the inning to uh, Guriel is a strike. Is a strike. Yep. Like I, if you look at where it crossed the plate and then search every other pitch that's crossed the plate at that spot, they're all strikes, which is what I did. And also, Seawald had one that he thought was strike three uh, the inning before. The low one is is a ball. Then he called that a yeah, ball the a ball. whole the, the whole game for um, both sides. But that first one's a strike. Like yeah, it was like right. Hey, that's in a tone setting pitch too. First yeah. pitch of the thing. Yeah. Oh, the check swing call was absolutely atrocious too. It didn't end up hurting them because they got the out at home plate. But on Rivera, yeah. like yo, know, first base on. I wake up. I feel like they've been bad. Not just this crew. That was Lance Barksdale that missed that one. He zooed that. Holy crap! You're right that Trey Turner saved Lance Barksdale right there because <laughs> if he if he ends the game after that. We're talking a lot more about Lance, right? But I mean, I that was like, like a happened. horrible call. Full swing. Full, like full swing. <laughs> full swing. And, he wasn't, and, here's the thing. Lance wasn't swing. watching. That's the thing. Kimbrell, he wasn't. he wasn't. And Kimbrell just goes, really? Lance is like, uh, say, no swing. <laughs> you could tell when they didn't watch. Yeah. I would fucking always look at the umpire and be like, you didn't watch. I know you weren't looking. It's so ridiculous. It's not even. It is. Not even. It's so ridiculous you can't review a, it. Not even a real rule. Even if you could review it. What did you think? No, it's, it's a fake rule. Yeah. Intent. <laughs> oh, yes. man. Shout out Snakes, though. They're alive. They're alive. They are. They're alive. Uh, I have one more thing to say before we move on. Uh, but if you guys have anything else on the gameplay or anything. Is it about Farmer's Dog? No, but it's about an okay. animal. Okay. A dog. The Diamondbacks uh, mascot needs to get in line. Baxter. Oh. Uh, the, no, the human that's in the costume. I'm talking to that person, not the actual mascot. What? What's that mean? You're acting too much like a human. You can't be like throwing the towel and like flexing and doing all these like like human emotions. Did you see this, the shots of him? It's very much like him? that's a dude who's being a fan. He totally forgets he's in a furry outfit. Like, Is he a bobcat? But but the person in there, is he? if you were to watch it, you'd be like, that looks like everyone else in the crowd. He is forgetting he's a, a mascot. I was almost like off put that. by it. I was like, dude, you're just being a human right now. Yeah, do your job. You have to consider, you know, I've always been a Phoenix man. Uh, the Suns Gorilla is, you know, one of the more famous mascots of all time. So in that neck of the woods, in our neck of the woods. Um, and, you know, he kind of, he uses a lot of human type 
emotions. He dunks a lot and things like that. So in that region, the mascots tend to have more human. Oh, they're more human yes. in that region. Okay. What a fucking zoologist story, Ellie. Oh my Speaking God. of animals, the farmer's dog. Uh, me and Jim combined for three dogs. Uh, Trevor is thinking about it. I have a bearded dragon. BBD was a little scared of dogs. Noodle broke him in the old-fashioned way. With some farmer's dog. Uh, you want to take care of your pooch, and farmer's dog is the best way to do, do, do that. They deliver fresh, healthy dog food. It's developed by vets, nutritionally balanced, and made from real healthy ingredients to human food safety standards. And we love a deal. 50% off your first Box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash johnboy. Specially made for your dog, young, old, big, little, and free shipping. So that's farmersdog.com slash johnboy, 50% off your first box. Look at this. He's mad at the umpire. Yeah, he needs to chill out a little bit. Yeah, there. like you're not. You're is not, he a you're, bobcat? That's what he is, You're not being right? a mascot here. You're just being like a real angry human being. Look. D Baxter is a bobcat. Flexing on him and shit and yelling. Why don't they have a snake as their mascot? Yeah, I don't know. That's maybe the biggest. Like, Why don't we have a snake in the dugout? We always land here. That's the craziest thing. That would be. Oh, my gosh. Like in Miami. How is the Diamondbacks mascot not a snake? That's crazy. We need to bring. We talked about this. Bring the aquarium back to Miami, please. And then also in Arizona, let's do an aquarium. But a big snake. I mean, how sick would that be? If all of a sudden, you know, it's the it's game four of the playoffs, and you got to feed this thing, and then you just see it in the eighth inning going after the mice, and like it just fires the crowd up. Ranger Suarez like just loves mice, and he's crying on the mound. <laughs> no. I also really liked this sign. You guys see this sign? It says "I believe," and then in parentheses, "in my boys." Yeah. Like, I don't have just, like, wholesale belief going on here. I just want you guys Was to know that this is specifically in my boys. They just fucking hate Alec Thomas. Yeah. So they're That's like, my, sexist. my guys. Like, well, so many people believe have held signs that say, I believe at baseball games. <laughs> and, and you, you know it, you yeah. know what they believe in. And this lady was like, just to be sh like, no, God, no nothing here. It's just in my boys. Which is weird. Anyway. I know we started there. Fucking Brandon fought, man. Yeah, he was awesome. Punching tickets. He's getting on lists with Randy Johnson. He's getting on these rookie lists of all-timers. Like, good for him, man. Yeah, Let's I mean, especially how it started. He went two and two-thirds against the Brewer. Seven hits, three and runs. He gave up the homer. And you're like, okay, this is not exactly what we're looking for here, Brandon. And then the Dodgers. And then the freaking Phillies. I mean... In those two games, Phillies Dodgers. Now he's uh, ten innings pitched, four hits, eleven Ks, zero walks. Mm. Pretty good. That is awesome. Good looking dude. Ooh, I'll say it. I'll say it. The cheeks get really rosy Cute. when he's pitching, huh? He's young. Oh, he's all. He got a lot of blood flow. Yep. <laughs> Where else does it go? All right, <laughs> let's do the next series, which is uh... yes. Going, it's going to game six, guaranteed. 
We've got the roof open. Didn't even know it did open. So let's hope it wouldn't rain cats and dogs with your Kitty and Heen Dog towing the slam in Arlington. But a downpour in the first. My salsa. Whoa, whoa. Bregman triples plating two. You're done with only an RBI single. Three nothing Astros. Ten pitches in. But the Rangers would answer. Adolis Garcia. Corey, see ya. That one was for Trev. Like a good night out, we are tied up at three. Only problem was Stroh scored the next touchdown. They keep Jordan in the yard barely, but El Oso, Jose Abreu, 438. Three-point shot. Chaz Michaels McCormick skates out a two-run jobber of his own. Urquidy, Stanek, Brown, Maton, Montero, Houston takes the fourth game. We got a tied series in Texas. Yeehaw. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Jimmy, we've been doing our uh, Texas accents, and so my thing is there's no beans in this chili. You want to hear it? Yeah. Ain't no beans in this chili. Jake, give That's yours. That's way There's too that. fast to be a Texas accent, unless it glitched on it. Don't worry about it, J- Jimmy. Jake, do yours. California, Texas. I have no idea what you're talking about. Voices and accents. Can you give your? Really can you give thing. your accent That's for not us, really my Jimmy? Bag. Your Texas no, accent. I can only repeat accents. I can't make them up on my own. Dude, you're Dusty at least. Well, Dusty's not from Texas. No, but I haven't done that in so long. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. for the real talking baseball faithful. Yeah. yeah for, what does he say? Little fucker. Little fucker. Yeah. Hey, little fucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a man, little fucker. <laughs> Get back uh, on the mound, you little. You know yeah. He's talking to Joe Kelly. He's not that little. It's not that skinny. little. Tall. Skinny. Skinny. Skinny, dude. Skinny. Uh, yeah. And that's how Dusty measures yes. things. Just, <laughs> he doesn't care about height at all. Just with. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, this is kind of what. I didn't. I wasn't on the last episode, uh, but that's when they were up 2-0, and you're like, well, this is where the series actually starts because the Rangers have no more pitching, and the Astros have, like, the best 3-4 in the postseason. Uh, so. Brandon fought. Yeah, but 3-4. Yeah. And that's what happened. I mean, Heaney just does not get the job done. Bochy said he wanted to go to Heaney. Like, he's like, I'm hoping he can give me 5-6. You're so much smarter than that. And then he has got to go to Dunning early. Uh, but I will say, the offense for the Rangers, they still, like, did some shit. Like, yeah, they, they get to her kitty. They get to her kitty. They get some, they, like, every inning, they feel like they had runners on, were threatening until it got out of hand. And the Astros will get out of hand. I mean, like, Trev, you said on the episode I wasn't on, like, uh-oh, you woke up Altuve. Well, guess what? You fucking woke up Altuve, and he's nuts. Opens the game with a single, um... Pops one off the line, which I think the umps knew wasn't a home run, but they also know let's call it a home run so we can review it without having the managers have to review it, which I appreciate, but is also so silly at, in in general. And uh, turns a double play. That was really nice. Or is it a double play or did he come home? No, it was double play, right? Which one? No, no, it was just a play, just to his right. Play. Yeah, it was just an awesome play in the hole by Altuve. So he's alive and well, and that's scary. I mean, the name of the game here is obviously early runs. The Rangers answer back, but 0 for 4 
with runners in scoring position for the Rangers. So you have four people in scoring position. That's not exactly what you want in a game. The Astros, on the other hand, can you even give it a guess without looking? Eight for 16. Mm. Is that what you want? I mean, that's that's ridiculous. That's 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 playing in the pool, Jake, and holding you know your younger brother underwater for a hey. little bit, a little too long. Just that little extra bit, a little oh too God. long. Eight for 16? It's crazy to me. You know that, I mean, we can talk and, and go into all the different innings, but I mean, the you have, you're down four to three, and you have two guys on, you have Jose Abreu, two, two, two outs. You just got to make a pitch. You just got to make a pitch, and you're out of the inning, and everything feels good, and it's a ball game still, but instead... Abreu goes second deck, and it's all of a sudden it's seven four, and then it, it seems like the game's out of reach at that point because you know they're going to continue to score. And I don't know, man. It's just this the Astros. We keep saying it, and it's it's annoying for people to listen to us, and it's annoying for us to say it, but they're inevitable. That's what it feels like. Even when they're down o two in a series, we get on here, we're talking. It's not over. And what did, I, I think I said, if, if it was the other way around, if the Astros had gotten up 2 nothing on the Rangers, we would say the series is over. But because they're the Astros, we knew that they got the dog in them. Mm. It's crazy, man. Houston's top five, Altuve, three for four. We talk about what does a manager do sometimes. How about Mauricio Dubon in the two-hole? He yeah. gets two hits. Alex Bregman with the triple and two walks. Jordan, two for four. Abreu, uh, only one hit, two walks. That hit was the three-run homer. Um, so all of their top five got on multiple times. This is worst-case scenario for Texas because, okay, let's you know say they he does throw one good pitch or Abreu misses that. You know, Texas' offense, they, they can battle and compete and all that. You didn't see Houston's good pen again, and they rest up. So, you know, in, the, in this day and age where guys in the bullpen rarely ever pitch three days in a row, you could have set yourself up for that. Uh, instead, Houston's A pen gets rested up. You get bullied, and now you've dropped the last two. And, yeah, the series, the series is basically back in Houston's favor. I mean, we still... The only thing they got I don't going know for about that is that the road team wins every game. We still got that going on. Um, but uh, worst case scenario for Texas. I, I don't. So I, I, I agree that losing the first two at home is bad. But you got Montgomery. You got Eovaldi going. You got to feel good about yourselves after well, what they showed early in this series and what they've shown all year. I mean, well, I have a declaration. I, OK, I think this is. This is going to be so fun. These next three games are going to be awesome. I think Texas can only win in six. So mm. the next game is very, very important. Monty versus Verlander. I think if it goes... You don't want to see Scherzer game seven? No. I mean, can they go Monty or, or Rivaldi game seven? They can't, right? They would be on very short rest. I mean, game seven would be the... No, the 23rd. So no, yeah, it's, it's, today's it, the 20th. It's, yeah, it's no. Scherzer, uh, Dunning, Heaney. It's bullpen day for the Rangers. I would I would knock out Heaney. I would knock out Dunning. I would say you start Scherzer and then you just pen it to death. I don't know if you can even start Scherzer. Uh, John Gray. So, I don't know what you do. So Scherzer, Stratton, Chapman, Leclerc. There's so, like something. Like, a LeClerc, lot of you're throwing five, <laughs> but it's still a lot of scary guys to trust. All of them performing at once. So yes, I, yes. I yes. think it's uh, Rangers got to win it in six, which I think is possible because they're hitting the shit out of the ball. 
Framber hasn't been good uh, in the playoffs against anyone besides the Yankees, really. And uh, Monty and Monty's the only pitcher to shut down uh, Jordan, so maybe that happens again. I don't know if it's going to, but I think I think this next game is is pretty make or break for the the Rangers. Hey, when when <laughs> when Bradford comes in uh, for Jordan, at that point. When a lefty out of the bullpen had been brought on to face Jordan Alvarez, he was five for seven against the lefty reliever brought in the game for him with two home runs. Two of those, the two outs, one of those was the homer Leotis Tavares brought back. Oh my God. And then in that at bat, he hits it to the wall. He's making an argument that he is the best hitter ever. Ever. I um, mean,. And I don't know, man. That's, I just I think sometimes <laughs> we get sucked into Altuve because he's an all-time great, and we should. We get sucked into Bregman. Like, he was kind of becoming one of the faces of baseball, um, and then he kind of went low-key for a little bit after the scandal, but now he's on the way back. Like, Jordan is one of the best to ever do it. Um, it's it's the scariest at bat ever. It's everything. I mean, this is – I mean, I agree with you. Like, throwing the best ever out there is – you know, just I know. brings up a lot of emotions in people, but like, I know. just go watch him hit. Go watch him hit. He's platoon proof run value by pitches. Okay. Go first of all, just if you're uh, just sitting, maybe you're going to the bathroom, you get your phone in your hand. Maybe just type in baseball savant, go to Jordan Alvarez's page, check out all the red. It's ridiculous. Run values by pitch. You know, there's 10 pitches listed here. He's a positive. In every single one, except for a splitter where he's minus one. Four seamer, four seamer, 14 run value, slider one, sinker seven, curveball three, change up nine. Don't throw him a fucking change up. Change your change up to a splitter, a cutter four, sweeper six. Like this guy hits every pitch. He hits righties, he hits lefties. What are you going to do, dude? Get beat. Jordan Montgomery bust him inside. You got to have a release point. Perfect. The highest release point in all of MLB. Okay. From the left side and pinpoint control on the inside. And also Jordan uh, hasn't studied and isn't prepared for that attack, plan of attack. Yeah. The twins so tried that with it him. It works for one game. Inside. They don't have the highest release point ever from a lefty. Only Jordan Montgomery does. And only Jordan Montgomery can do that once without him knowing the plan of attack. So it's over. The plans it's Jordan see something else. Yeah, I, I think I think that it's gotten to the point now where we probably just walk the guy. Like probably just walk him. Like whatever happens, you can live with that rather than Jordan Alvarez fucking demolishing a baseball over the fence. It's dangerous. I think it's dangerous for the fans mm. and maybe even for the pitcher. Yeah. But for the safety of the game, let's just start walking your dog. That's fair. Yeah. For more of Trevor Plus uh, gambling <gasps> advice, head over to the DraftKings Sportsbook, where if you bet $5 on baseball, you'll get $200 instantly in bonus bets. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TALK, and new customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on baseball only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code TALK, and the crown is yours Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www. 
dot one eight hundred gambler dot net in New York call eight seven seven eight hope and wire text hope and wire in Connecticut help is available for problem gambling call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg dot org please play responsibly Beth Boot Hill Casino and Resort licensee partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles twenty one plus ages vary by jurisdiction void in Ontario cdkng dot co slash baseball for eligibility terms and responsible gaming resources bonus bets expire seven days after issuance eligibility and deposit restrictions apply who Whew. Jose Abreu looks like Jose Abreu. That's that's significant. Regular yeah. season, no thanks. Yeah, I do mean, you think they're helping not make it easy to just walk yeah. your on? Do you think, like you know, I said that was a great contract for Houston. That's uh, three years, sixty, I believe it is. Maybe like twenty year. Obviously, during the regular season, wasn't worth it. But if like say he was on the Yankees and you gave him that deal bad in the regular season, but you made the postseason, and now he's doing what he's done in the postseason. Is that enough to, are you like, yeah, that, that was worth it. Yeah. Because what he's doing in the postseason, yeah, when, it is yes. right. When you're the, uh, when you're care. the Rangers, I'm fucking stupid idiot. When you're the Astros and the CS is guaranteed and all you need is you need a guy you're, you're, you're hiring people to help you win the CS and the world series. I mean, so yeah, I mean, like him and him and Brantley, like even Brantley's couple games that he's been in there and making an impact, like it almost seems to me like yeah, that's worth it. It's worth it, dude. Because Brantley's a one year deal or last last year, not a one year deal, the last year of his deal, I believe. Or is it a one year deal? I think he signed a one for twelve last yeah. year. So this is the the one year of that. I don't know. That those are those supplemental pieces that show up in the postseason that you're like, oh man, like Jakey Lytics, longer lineup. Better lineup. Verlander mm. Monty tonight. Two guys don't get along. We, we didn't even mention Hunter Brown. Like you just got that guy in your back pocket. Here you go. Eat some innings up, kid. Three innings, two K's, no walks. No runs. They have pitching. They have too much pitching. Mm. Like he could, he he could have started game five. They legit have like five starters. Yeah, it's more. the biggest advantage they have versus all four teams, all other three teams left. So their rotation is pretty deep. Let me ask you this: Would you rather have the Phillies' first three pitchers or the Astros' first three pitchers? Oh, it's a really good question. I think. Uh, we might be seeing that in. Yeah, that's a really. I think it's Phillies. I think it's Phillies. I think it's pretty balanced. Framber should be dropped, yeah. but like you can't really do that in the postseason. Well, if they get a long ass break, Astros win the next two, and they get like the four days, they can do whatever they want for the World Series. Uh, I know Framber's been great in the regular season, but he struggled. But right now I he's struggling. I think it's yeah. Phillies because I think Ranger Suarez. He's is doing like historic too. stuff as the yeah. third. Yeah. The Didn't he? Guys give the last so game he got length. pulled out early. Excuse me. Ranger Suarez got pulled after like what, like three last game that he yeah. started. Not really. Like that. Dad. No, I think they. I think they keep considering him an opener, and he just gets a normal playoff. <laughs> He's like, start. I'm good. <laughs> just leave me in, please. Oh. Pitch you limit. Can go, fine. You can go that. Yeah. I'll get yeah. more ground balls. Yeah. Good stuff, everybody. NLDS game one, he was taken out after three and two thirds, and then five and five and a third. 
Yeah, that's when I was like, why is Topper going to the bullpen so early? Three games set. But he knew that that was just like a fucking exhibition match. Haster. I didn't. Did we, did we miss anything in this game? The the batting gloves in the back pocket, nobody's ever going to have them out ever again, That's which is so, smart. I was going to do a little video on that. That's so silly. But also, whatever. Tuck those, like tuck those bad boys in there. That I is, guarantee there's a memo being sent out right now. Like, if you're a team, of, hey, guys, batting gloves are out. style, man. He wouldn't be the player he is if he didn't get to do that. You know how cool people feel when they tuck their gloves in? They got little butt flaps. Mm. You probably cool. did it. You probably had butt flaps, fingers. No, I'll give them to the coach, first base coach. That's way better. Yeah. Here you go, bro. Seager joined Hold the Hold my shit, coach. Seager joined the party for <laughs> Texas. Um and I great call by the booth too. I want to I want to also comp, I'm going to give like a backhanded comp. Oh no, I guess it's not backhanded. Um it's funny when you see, you know, we're talking about Jordan when he hits it like Trev, you're the first one that brought up, like, how massive Corey Seager is. He's a massive human being. Um, you know, he goes up top, opposite field, pitch out of the zone, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Chaz McCormick, uh, who's a little less Superman than some of the guys we just mentioned, yeah. he, like, he, like, catches one, like, down and in, like, one of those perfect backyard swings, crushes it, and it's, like, five feet over the fence. And you're like, oh, that's <laughs> right. Like, everyone... On the field is a freak show. In multiple ways. Jordan Alvarez, man. Holy. We'll see you later. I'm a snake. Baseball. Say it again. I'm a snake. Ambio. <laughs> <laughs> Are the Rays still playing? Oh. Oh. Ouch. They're playing their favorite game. The offseason moves, roster moves. The front office is like, I'm having a season. Let's go make some moves. Ruin people's lives. Who's the next Luke Rayleigh? Who are we going to injure next? <laughs>